Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show. We welcome professional fighters league competitor Jordan Young on the program. He will be part of a new digital series that PFL has launched. It's called Prep Point, and you can check that out right now as we speak. Uh, but this and a whole lot more coming up next on the Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Vital, go fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go fly. Econ, we're going fly. GNC, we're going. Don't you go. Control, go. 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 Capteo, we are go. Network, go. Discovery, go. Capcom, we're going fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Hey everyone, your host here, Rodolfo Roman. Thanks again for joining us on another program. Appreciate you. In just a few, we'll be welcoming PFL fighter Jordan Young, who had a great run in, in, uh, in Bellator. And now we'll be part of the tournament uh, for PFL whenever that happens. Because uh, you don't know what uh, what 2020 will bring us, right? You never know exactly what's going to happen in this unprecedented year. From um, riots, to marches, to protests, to shootings, to pandemics. Boy, it just keeps... It's a freaking whirlwind, man, you know? Elections... It goes on and on and on and on. And on. But the only thing we, we got to do is as long as we're safe and sound and healthy. And that's all we need. And uh, <clears throat> especially during this time, you just have to be careful and, and, and really be cautious of your surroundings and taking care of yourself, uh, both mentally and physically. Right. Uh, because we've been we've been watching the news. Many people have now. Uh, dealt with with mental issues, mental disorders. Some um, have become addicted uh, to, to to medication, uh, to alcohol, um, a lot of depression, a lot of suicide, um, because of the current nature that that we are living in. And it's unfortunate. Um, I, I think the president stated once that when this whole COVID nineteen uh, somewhat comes to an end or gets somewhat under control, uh, that the numbers from suicide or depression or alcohol or drug addiction or, or any of that, uh, it's the number of, of, of people that will die because of those things is probably going to be a lot higher than what COVID-19 has done. Uh, and it'll be very pretty hard to trace. When someone dies of suicide, you, know, you, you could just link it to so many things, but you could just assume. But I'm pretty sure that those numbers are, are going to be scary. Or if not, they are already scary. Something that the media hasn't really gave light to uh, since they've been focusing now on a lot of politics. But it's a scary thing. And uh, if, you're, if you're dealing with something like this, don't be ashamed Call call your local uh, suicide hotline. 
or call the or call a friend, you know. But there's there's no no time for you to think that you, you don't belong here. Um, that's not something that you should think, and know that that, that your life matters. Um, and and the number actually is one eight one eight hundred two seven three eight two fifty five. That's one eight hundred two seventy three eighty two fifty five. Don't be afraid, man. You know, or, or or lady, just get yourself some help. Uh, because we're we are all in this together. We we really truly are. People are battling with the pandemic and with themselves. So it's important to check yourself mentally uh, so you can have a really good healthy mind but with that note um one thing when speaking about taking care of yourself especially you men and and women if you want to keep your private area looking nice and pretty get yourself a manscaped the website is manscaped.com you can purchase your equipment and get a 20 percent or 10% 10% off your purchase by using the promo code The Roman Show. And that's manscaped.com. Keeps you smooth all over your body if you want. But preferably, right? Your private area. That's where you want to use it. But head on over to manscaped.com and get your lawnmower right now. Also, listen, a great tool that fits in your bag. The penaltyboxtraining.com is the website. Penaltybox. Training.com, uh, training.com, penaltyboxtraining.com. And, and it's an equipment that you can fold. You can put it in your book bag. Um, it kind of reminds me of a hopscotch, but it's a great training for, for training equipment that you can take anywhere that you go and you can use it and exercise. They got tons of exercise that you can do with this thing. You can head on over to the website. That's penaltybox.com. And they have a video. It shows you exactly how many people actually have lost weight. Uh, but you can jump, you can push-ups, uh, use it as an agility, um, exercise ladder. So many things you could do with this thing. But that's the penaltyboxtraining.com. Check them out. Um, thank you for the support. Also, ball wash is very hot out there still, at least here in South Florida, although it's hot around every all, all year long. Get yourself a bottle of ball wash. And get your boys down there, your family jewels, smelling fresh and clean. That's ballwash.com. All right, let me take a sip of my coffee here. Mm. Yeah, I love coffee here. Sunday morning, recording the show and uh, enjoying my little sore. Exercise my legs yesterday and boy, feeling sore like hell. Um. And it doesn't matter how much exercise or stretching you do. You're still free freaking sore, you know. Either way, hey, listen, uh, what a great night we had at Titan FC. We'll talk about it a little later, but um, head on over to the UFC Fight Pass to check out uh, what you missed. Uh, right now, that, that entire program is available on demand. UFC Fight Pass is what you need. Titan FC will return next month, uh, actually September 25th. That's September 25th with a great fight card. We're doing it, man. It's a pandemic, but we have a freaking fight card almost every month. And we're delivering. We're having fun. We're doing good good content there. Get yourself, do yourself a favor. This 
week or weekend and we're heading into the holiday, go to UFC Fight Pass and watch the on-demand right now. That is Titan FC. What the hell? Let's just talk about it, right? So, Oscar Cruz flew in all the way from the Dominican Republic and he defeated Christian Inestria. Uh, what I thought was actually going to be a fight that would go the distance, but nope, that's not true. Oscar Cruz defeated Christian Escria in a great fashion there uh, in the third round, sorry, the fourth round, um, knocking out uh, Christian Inestria. And what's good about this is, or the, the great story about this, for that matter, is that Oscar Cruz, who's in his mid-30s, gives me hope. And, and actually, wow, I, I didn't even know that. But Oscar Cruz has been around. You know, this guy's been around for a while. He's 11-6. But he competed. He competed. Check this out. Back in CFA, he took on Alexis Vila. It's a long time. And as you know, CFA Championship Fighting Alliance was around here in uh, Miami, Florida, and was the company really that gave her a lot of opportunities to uh, some of the fighters that you see right now on TV. That includes fighters like Kamaru Usman, Colby Covington, and the list goes on and on and on. But such an amazing story because he now becomes uh, the first mixed martial artist to win a title. That's right. Dominican Republic now has or has crowned their first mixed martial arts champion in a major promotion. And that is when I was in that in that cage, man, it it was it was so emotional to see this guy who was actually stating that listen, this fight had happened a long time ago. This fight happened tons. Uh, I, I played this fight in my head. We knew that we had earned this fight already a long time ago. And surely enough, that is very true. It's actually it's round three at 4.05. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. Oscar Cruz defeated Christina Estrella, a nice kid too. Uh, still has a lot left in him. Listen, you, you can't win them all. He was defeated by TKO. But what a great display of showing of Oscar Cruz. Something that he had really worked his tail uh, for. And now he's a champion. The first Dominican champion in mixed martial arts in a major promotion. Quite amazing stuff, man. And I was uh, so happy and humbled to be part of history there uh, in Miami, Florida, of course. Also, Mohamed Usman, the brother of Kamara Usman, the heavyweight, uh, defeated his opponent, put a stoppage uh, pretty much the entire three rounds. He went all three rounds and he won by the unanimous decision. And we also got an opportunity of seeing some new guys. Devin Dixon defeated his opponent by rear naked choke in the first round. Gustavo Villamil, um, we have seen him in the past. He also defeated his opponent by submission in the first round. Sal Guerrero, he also defeated his opponent by rear naked choke. And then uh, Ryan Cuse defeated his opponent in the first round by strikes. 
it, it, it was a it was a quick night um, to say the least with the co-main and the main event going the distance. But other than that, listen, keep your eyes on all these fighters. Remember, most of these guys, you see them in Dana White's Contender Series or you see them on a fight card of the UFC because Titan FC knows how to pick them, man. They definitely have some great talent. And every month since, let's see, since June, since June, since we came back, we've already had June, July, uh, August, and now September, four shows back to back to back to back to back. And the content, the type of fighters that, that Titan FC has in their cage is quite entertaining, man. Do yourself a favor, head on over to Titan FC uh, on UFC Fight Pass and see the latest show that you missed this past Friday. Ooh, so good coffee, right? Moving forward, payback is this weekend. And the headlines going into the weekend is that Roman Reigns, he's been teaming, he's going to be, or is, has been, teamed up with Paul Heyman. He is now a Paul Heyman guy. We saw his return at the end of SummerSlam when right after The Fiend defeated Braun Strowman. He came out unexpectedly. And just destroyed, right? He beat up uh, Strowman and he beat up The Fiend. And now they're going to have a a three-way dance, which... My opinion, there was no buildup. I think it just got way too fast. But hey, we're getting a three-way dance. The Fiend, Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman, and potentially a heel Roman Reigns. If that is the case, then by God, that is freaking awesome. Because it's been... Countless of times that we've been asking for a heel Roman Reigns. And man, I hope I hope that they don't they don't ruin this. Hopefully they're not teasing us. Telling us, oh, this is happening, but it really doesn't. I hope that 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 something does happen and we do see Paul Heyman. You know, can you just imagine Paul Heyman and saying, Oh, we got a spoiler alert and believe that. Man, I, I hope they keep at this. They can go so many routes with Roman Reigns as a heel. And then in the mix of the Fiend, there's no doubt if he's a heel, he's going to have to win that title. You're going to have to put the title on him. But who do you feed him? There's a rumor that they might feed him Big E a little later. And that'd be good. They're building a Big E. I mean, he definitely has it. It'd be pretty fun. And Biggie, Biggie's an entertaining guy. And you can do a whole do that comeback story or that I've been pushed aside and finally I get this opportunity to be a champion. Let's see where they go. Enjoy yourself. Uh, payback. But listen, I want to call out some of the fans that have appeared on the Thunderdome. You freaking morons showing up with racial slurs and doing stupid things. You're ruining it for everyone else. Listen, I had the opportunity of being on that thing on Monday night. But you damn idiots. 
Stop it. Nobody cares. You're not funny. I think there was a guy wearing a KKK robe. And there was another one that played a video of someone getting murdered. Who gives a flying... You know what I'm talking about. Get your little fat ass out of the damn attic or the basement where you live in your parents' house. And go do something positive instead of sitting in front of your phone or computer... And putting out some stupid things on live TV. You're not cute. I hope someone finds you in the street and beats your ass for being stupid. You're ruining it for the fans. You Listen, the WWE has been the only thing, right? The only promotion company aside from the UFC. But honestly, the WWE has been there since this pandemic hit. And they've been putting weekly content. They haven't had any fans because of this thing. And they're doing their best trying to think outside the box. And they give us the Thunderdome, which is super cool. It is beyond unique, amazing stuff. And you morons want to ruin it because you think you're cute by putting these nonsense messages. You bunch of idiots. Can't believe people. You give you, you give them something nice and they, they crap on it. Moving along, talk a little um, heavy metal here. Great music came out this past week. Metallica SNM two dropped. Also, their their live concert uh, has been released as well. And Seether released their album as well. It's been a long time coming, but Seether put out a great album. They're so freaking good. You know, I was sitting back this week and listening to it and. It almost reminds me, you know, they have a flavor there, Nirvana. Um, They're just so freaking good. They really are. Their last album was actually in 2017. And the new album is Si Vis Pasem Para Belem. And uh, they're also going to be doing a live um, concert uh, uh, that you can see uh, for streaming. Uh, details uh, actually you can visit the website uh, or not the website the social media account Roman show and find that more details and by the way follow us on our socials the Roman show on on Twitter that's the Roman show and Roman show media on Instagram and Facebook but check out see there's new album uh, great stuff and also from ashes to new dropped a new one as well uh, their hit panic of course um, is out right now uh, which is the, the main title of the album uh, but they got they got some great content there. Eleven songs. One of them actually they team up with the singer of In Flames. Check out from Ashes to New, Panic, and uh, available right now on your favorite streaming service. All right, listen, we're gonna talk some mixed martial arts in just a few. But before we do, we're gonna welcome Jordan Young on the program. He will be part of the PFL Light Heavyweight Tournament whenever that takes place because of Corona. Uh, but nonetheless, he's been staying busy, and PFL has been staying busy, uh, as as uh, they have now released their latest digital series, Prep Point, with the host, former WWE announcer turned PFL in ring announcer Lillian Garcia. Coming up next, Jordan Young on the Roman Show. <laughs>
get us started here, Jordan. So uh, thanks so much uh, for taking some time here and, uh, and speaking to me uh, during these uh, these these times that we live in. But so uh, you're going to be the first person to be part of this whole digital series, uh, Prep Point, uh, hosted by uh, Ring Out or Cage announcer Lillian Garcia uh, of PFL and also a former WWE announcer. Uh, but, but first and foremost, man, how, how are you doing during this COVID-19 times that we're living in? Um, how, how are you staying busy um, as we wait until we get uh, some more action here uh, inside the, the PFL cage? Yeah, you know, I'm going through some of the same problems the rest of the country is going through as far as like things just being a little slower and not having like as many opportunities. Um, but I'm, I'm making the most of my time. I'm reading a lot of books and uh, spending time, you know, training martial arts and doing the right things for to be on track when the season gets back on the way. Interesting with books. So, so what type of books are you into or what have has caught your attention? Uh, uh, is it books about the uh, about personal uh, enhancements or history? Yeah, two different kinds of books. I got some personal enhancement books. I like Manifestation, so I have books about that. Uh, you know, lately I've been reading a book about Mike Tyson and his relationship with his trainer, Customato. Um before that, I read Mike Tyson's Undisputed Truth, the the updated version, and that was a really good read. Um, I enjoy like books about people's lives and books about improving oneself. So, so a lot of biographies then, and I'm sure you you take a, some of this uh, these quotes or, or or motivations that the people that these people go through, and 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 also apply it to your life. I would assume. As well, things that. Uh, I can learn from. Right. So uh, you were with the former company, uh, Bellator, now you're PFL, uh, and you're getting ready for the, the light heavyweight uh, tournament, million bucks on a million dollars on the line. Um, you said that the training has been going a little light because of this whole Corona thing. Um, and I'm, I'm in Florida too, uh, here with ATT. I know that the gyms were closed for some time. Now they're back at it again. Uh, but during that closure, were you still staying active? Were you training on your own if the, the gym wasn't available? I mean, what, what was your your journey through this this uh, pandemic? Yeah, so it was bittersweet for me because I had surgery in December mm -hmm. of 2019. So I was doing rehab and um, the added the extra time in between fights is um, I'm not going to complain because I used it to the best of my ability. Something that we have at our um, disposal here in South Florida is beautiful weather. Mm -hmm. So I used that to my advantage as well. And when the gyms were closed, when the virus first hit, I was able to get outside and use this field near my house and just um, use the environment as my uh, playground to kind of get my workouts in for a couple weeks. And then fortunately, thanks to Dan Lambert and the American Top Team, their headquarters anyways, um, we started getting some coronavirus testing and we've been able to train in smaller groups and kind of get things not back to normal, but closer to normal than were so obviously now you are uh, of course training getting yourself ready as you mentioned you you had some some physical uh injuries you were you were getting through uh, in 2019 uh and then you're you're now going to be part of this this pfl tournament but i want to talk to you also about uh the digital series again prep point one thing i took note is that when you were in your your, your form the former uh, promotion uh, one thing is I mean, you, you have an, an excellent record i mean it's an it's, it's a record to really to to make you say, wow, you know, this guy's a stud. Um, but you, you were kind of a little bit, I'm going to say the, the word here, bothered. Uh, you just weren't getting the, the proper attention. But, I mean, P 
PFL going in here, already making you the first guest. I think that shows a lot uh, from this promotion and what you mean to them. Yeah, for sure. They showed me in a few different ways. And the most important way is um, just by the communication that I keep with them. It's very easy to communicate with them and figure out what's going on or get questions answered that I have. So when you're able to do that, then um, everything else falls in place. Now, Lillian Garcia, as you know, she she's the announcer now for PFL and also a WWE announcer. Have you or are you a WWE fan by any particular chance? Yeah, so I used to watch the WWE growing up. Once I got into my teenage years, and I, I definitely wasn't like into that as much. Um, but I do remember her voice. Once I went and like redid my my history, you know what I mean? They told me who she was, and then I went and looked her up. And then now I remember, but at the time, just like off of namesake, I didn't know who she was. Right, and at the same time, she even has her own podcast, you know, on, on her side as well. But h- how does it feel to be the, the first participant here going in, into this new digital series? Of course, uh, just like every other sporting promotion or league, uh, they're trying to think outside the box to kind of tell fans, hey, we're still here. We haven't gone anywhere. Uh, but, but how important is it to for a promotion like PFL to have a series, a digital series like such, that allows uh, the fighters uh, or the fans to get to know the fighters of who they are uh, in their daily lives? And what do you think that fans are going to benefit from from listening to uh, a series like this? Yeah, I think it gives fans like a, a more human, like personable look at me. Like sometimes when you do interviews as an MMA fighter, things can be like, Solely focus on the sport of MMA, and then that's not really relatable if that person isn't like a super fan or doesn't partake in MMA themselves. So, you know, this interview was not necessarily all about MMA. It asked me some things about my personal life and the way that um, I've been living and things like that. And I think it gives me a good look at that. And in a, in, a, in, a, in a series like this, like you mentioned, you go really going deep in, into your as a, as a person, a person as a person, as a human being. How do you think that that would change when they hear this episode uh, from the fans' perspective here? If they don't know of you, you know, how is it going to make them a fan of you? I think that uh, you know they'll just get to hear some fun facts about me and some things that you might not know at first glance, or just like things that you would might not things that you wouldn't assume about me. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> I'm interested in the episode myself because I wasn't like prepared for it in any way. There wasn't like I was given the questions beforehand or anything. So everything was a surprise to me and some of the things um, caught me off guard and I gave like honest, real answers. Have you already, have you already listened to it yet? On your end? No, I haven't. I'm going to be uh, live with everybody else on Thursday. Okay. 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 Have you gotten in, in previous interviews that you've done? Have you listened to yourself and, and, and cause you know, myself, I'll, I'll tell you from my personal love. I, Sometimes I hate listening to myself, but uh, you—it's the only way you're going to get better at what you do. So, have you gone back uh, to previous interviews and 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 kind of take pointers on your end or make a note of things that you should say or should not say, or how you, we can improve on uh, when you're being interviewed as an athlete? Yeah, for sure. I try to improve on like the way I react to certain things. Not like I lose my temper or anything, but like I'm saying, like just uh, like that, just the words I say try to eliminate as many uhs and pauses as you can in your speech is always better so I pay attention to small details like that but overall I don't um, I don't have anything like particular has there been an interview that you've gone back and 
and said, boy, why the hell did I say that? Or they caught me really at a bad time. And if so, can you share when that, that moment happened? <laughs> yeah, I've had a couple of those. <laughs> um, sometimes I give away stuff that, right. like, going back, I might look at it like, man, I shouldn't have gave that to this network. Or, like, you know what I mean? I just shouldn't have said this at this time. It was like... um no specific examples just like certain little things like they might ask me a question about specific numbers i'm getting paid or like the way my contract's set up things like that things that's not necessarily the public's business and if you get put on the spot sometimes you know tell all your business but you might say something that you know i didn't have to say that you know and you know you, you mentioned about uh salaries I, I think as a fighter it's kind of uh, troublesome or bothersome. I mean, you're not a you're not a uh, you're not working for the government, right? You're not public records here, um, so that's something I guess that it's not necessary sometimes to ask unless it's put out there public, like a major league baseball player, you know, like an Alex Rodriguez getting paid all these millions and millions of dollars. Uh, so, going back to, to to the conversation or the question I asked is, you know, something like that could kind of trigger you as far as um, what you say. So you've gone back and, and heard some of those interviews in, in the past. And you've learned from it. Sure, I've definitely learned from it. You just got to be yourself and be in the moment and know how you feel about different things. And it's like this. It's like if I called a, a regular civilian and I asked them what right. they got paid right. to do their job, they, they might take offense to that. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't think I'm any different. You know what I mean? No, I, I hear you. It's kind of like when you're dating someone and you know you get the parents, so what do you do for a living? How much you you make? I mean, come on. Really? Do you have to go that far? You know what I mean? You're just right, trying to date right. someone. So let's talk some fighting now. So the tournament, of course, we're, we're still waiting. We don't know exactly when, how. We're going to get things rolling here back to normal. Um, but any names that you are looking to compete against in this tournament that you're aware of, that you're saying, God, you know, I really want to take around up against that guy. He's really going to challenge me. Yeah. Just from the names I do know, um, later on in the tournament, not in like the the playoffs. I, I don't think. I think it'd be better off in the in the actual tournament itself. But the champion himself, you know, he had all finishes last year. He's a million dollar man. Um, he's the king of the division. And then behind him, you have Chris Camozzi, who's recently signed, and uh, he's a 19 sure. 19 time UFC vet, and that's super appealing to me. He's uh, he's a high level fighter. He's been on that stage a lot of times. Sure. Now, million bucks is on the line, of course. Have you thought of what you would do with those million bucks? Would you invest? Would you, I don't know, buy yourself some stuff, some toys? Yeah, you know, trying to get as many write-offs as I could out of that. And then I was, you know, paying my taxes. <laughs> I don't want to deal with the, those people. After I got my taxes out of the way, then I'd start looking at, like, uh, properties. I want to get, I want to own, I want to own my first home. I've been staying in, like, townhouses and apartments and condos stuff like that down here in south florida and now i'm ready to get into a home and i'm not quite sure if i want to do that in south florida i love south florida i come from the midwest and i'm not saying i'm gonna go back to the midwest um but what i'm saying is is that in the midwest let's just use the number a half a million dollars what you can get for a half a million housewives is much different than south florida and i know the areas are completely different Mm-hmm. But what I'm talking about is just like yard space and, and basements, you know what I mean? This is stuff you don't get in South Florida that if you go to other places in the country, they're just no brainers for every property. Sure, sure. So as far as the tournament, again, we, we don't, it seems like we don't have any date uh, yet as far as when this thing is going to happen. Um, 
So what what do you do? I mean, I mean, there was a possibility you might not compete this this year at all. Yeah, you know, the, I'm hoping that in this last quarter of the year, maybe we can get like a one-off PFL card, maybe mm-hmm. possibly, and get some fights going. But nothing's been spoke on about that or anything like that. So if that wasn't to come to fruition, then next year in 2021, I would have until like what May until the summertime until I fought. So next year is when I would really start to lock in on potential opponents and um, start to focus on the mental aspect, the mental side of, of getting ready for these these fighters. Of course, and uh, Jordan, I want to thank you for your time, man. Again, impressive record. I'm sure you do well in uh, in that tournament. Uh, and of course, it, it, big big network, ESPN, uh, PFLMMA.com is a website. And, and Jordan uh, over there with the boys of American ladies of American Top Team. It's uh it's definitely a gym that that makes a whole bunch of champions out there. So you're definitely training with the best. There's no doubt about that. Uh, so Jordan, thanks so much for your time, man. And, and again, good luck uh, when this tournament does come to to life hopefully is in front of fans you know we don't know if when our fans are going to come back but if you do compete against no fans is that anything that bothers you about that or you really don't pay attention to that not to to me that reminds me a little bit of like what it's like inside the gym all you can really hear is your coaches and a little bit of side talk and that just is more of like a sparring feel to me right right well jordan thanks so much for your time and appreciate it uh and stay safe man yeah, you too. Say real quick, I just want to um, tell people that they can follow sure. me on Instagram at jay185, or that's j185. And then also, um, I want to give a quick shout out to my physical therapist, Dr. Uh, Christiana Marin in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We've been working um, on rehab from my last surgery, and uh, it, it's been a great rehab. I feel perfect right now, so I want to thank her. And also, I want to thank Dan Lambert and American Top Team and the PFL. Sure, and and that was a hip, right? That was a hip that you had the injury. Yeah, yeah, a little hip surgery. New, new hip. Who this? Okay, <laughs> yeah. As long as you're able to move, man. Well, that's what's important. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> no, you can't. The hip and the back and the neck are like three key things you can't live without. Jesus, Jesus. Well, hopefully you feel a lot better and you come back 110 percent, man. Good luck on the tournament. Stay safe and uh, talk to you real soon, man. Yeah, you too. Thanks for the time. Later. <laughs> Thanks again, Jordan, for that opportunity speaking to us. And uh, so, right, just like Jordan, I myself have picked up reading a lot here uh, during this pandemic and uh, giving myself some more knowledge, you know. And we need just some books too, some nonfiction stuff, which is pretty good. You got to give food to the me- to the brain. The more brain, f- the more brain food, the better you are. Well, we took notice of um, Anthony Smith defeated last night. Again, we're recording this on Sunday morning. Um, and he's contemplating what his next move will be. Is he going to move up? Is he going to move down? He was a uh, a, uh, a middleweight at one point, but you know, making weight just wasn't uh, that easy to do. But one guy that really impressed me because this rack- racket guy. Ricky guy, um, 
Alexander, the, the guy's kicks, man. I mean, he was just chopping away, chopping away. I would not want to be Anthony Smith this morning. Because by God, those kicks were just vicious, man. Vicious. Going into the shit, the, the, the chin. I mean, sorry, the chin, the, uh, the shin. Uh, also, the back of the calf muscle. Uh, hell, even the hamstring. Just put Anthony Smith down. I believe it was in the first round. But they was just chopping away. You could just hear the impact. Uh, I I don't know how Anthony Smith was walking, but either way, kudos to him. But I'm sure he's now going to contemplate his next move and what weight class he's going to compete uh, since uh, it just didn't go his way. Um, Neil Magny defeated Robbie Lawler. Many people have gone on to social media and said that they want to see Robbie Lawler become a bare-knuckle fighter. I am with you. Robbie Lauder will probably be a freaking beast in bare knuckle fighting. I want to know who who will beat that guy because he's a damn brawler. Uh, and Robbie Lauder has nothing to be ashamed about. He's a former champion. Uh, you know, we don't know what, what's next for him. Of course, it hasn't been going all that great in the UFC now. And he's going to have to contemplate uh, what is next for him. But if he were to be to make that move to bare knuckle... Uh, that will be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Let's see. Uh, let's keep our eyes peeled uh, and see where that goes. And on a final note, just want to end here uh, with, 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 a, with, a, with a sad story, but also a, a very enlightening and, and an inspirational story. And that is uh, the Black Panther. Chadwick. Uh, this gentleman, again, the 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 the, the Black Panther, um, who passed away battling cancer for four years, Chadwick Bosman, since 2016, colon cancer, and the guy never told anyone. Well, that's, that's, you know, the, the, the press for that matter. He just went by his day, continued working, and I saw some, 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 some tweets that they were making fun of him for losing weight. I, I don't know. I've never saw it, but hell, you would have told me that guy had cancer. I'm like, yeah, okay, buddy. The guy brought his gay game in every single movie that he did. Black Panther. I just, I just, uh, I just looked up um, the Bloods uh, on Netflix, and the guy brought his game a game. This guy was battling cancer. This guy was dying in front of our eyes. Didn't tell anyone. Just showed up, did his job, and continued to do what he loved. Which goes to show you. In a time that we live in, with all this, this crazy things on the streets, with the pandemic, with so many other things that are going on in the world, if you love what you do and you appreciate what you have, then there's no need for you to take things for granted. Because just at 43 years old, this guy's life was taken away. And not only was it just taken away, but I am sure that he dealt with a lot of pain. And despite that, 
he did, just didn't put it out there in the universe. He showed up to work, did what he had to do because he loved it with a passion, put his heart into it, and enjoyed it. And that is why the world of, of, of the world is reacting to his death because he he he. he I'm trying to find the word here, but he. He showed that despite any challenges, whether personal, physical, mental, you appreciate what you do, you love what you do, you keep doing it no matter the obstacle. And that, I think, is what he showed the world. And we should take what this man did and apply it into our everyday life. Don't take, don't take things for granted. Wake up, smile if you see the damn sun rise. Of the sunset, because life is not promised forever. So don't misjudge what what you have. Appreciate it, because hell, if this guy could show up to work every day with cancer, then I'm sure you can refrain yourself from doing anything stupid and appreciating what you have. With that being said, I leave you here on this final note. We'll be back after the holiday. Thank you for, for listening. And we'll catch you in this. I make sure you follow us on our socials, uh, Roman Show Media on Facebook and Twitter, uh, on Facebook and Instagram, and on Twitter at The Roman Show. And visit the website, theromanshow.com. We love you. Stay safe, everyone. We'll catch you next uh, two weeks from now on The Roman Show. If you haven't been on, you haven't heard. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.